0: Hi folks, good afternoon and welcome to 5th Street Sports on Sports Byline USA. We are also on the American Forces Network and you can catch us on iHeartRadio. My name is Frank Perez. I'm going to be joined with Florida Rick. And I think uh, Oklahoma Brian going to join us in on the third segment. But Rick, we had a pretty, uh, I would say, chalky weekend in the NFL.
1: We sure did, and I can't say we called it because we kind of called everything opposite of what happened this weekend at the NFL. So, uh, yep, yeah, all favorites covered until New Orleans, and New Orleans is the one who uh, didn't cover thanks to a late missed field goal. So, uh, the, the the dog finally came in the Philadelphia game, but that was yeah, that was the first game all weekend. The dog covered.
0: Yeah, and even even along the way, it looked like Philadelphia was going to cover the whole way, anyways. But the other ones, they were just almost wire to wire jobs on a, on. A, uh, Dallas had a small yeah. brief brief lead, but then it got yeah. twenty to seven right away. But I mean, Kansas City and New England just absolutely took both slippers off of Cinderella of the Cinderella teams right away. You know.
1: Yeah, they pretty much took, ripped their heart out. You know, from the opening kickoff, and uh, both got up real quick. Sandy, uh, the Chargers did actually score. Uh, right away to tie it at seven, and you're like, oh, okay. It's kind of what we expect. It's going to be a close game throughout. You know, someone's probably going to win this game by three, four points. And Patriots said, no, we're going to score every possession in the first half. And uh, <laughs> except when we punt the one time and they fumble the punt and then they scored on the next, you know, on the ensuing possession. So it's the equivalent of scoring every possession in the first half. And, you know, 35-7 is a pretty hard deficit to come back from on the road in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, you know, and and it's scary. It seems like every time the public or the general or all the big money comes in on these dogs on the road, not dogs at home, dogs on the road, for instance, Indy and 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 the Chargers, it seems are oh they're always wrong. And not only are they wrong, they get completely blitzed. I mean, they don't they were they didn't have a prayer in, in this game, but that's why I know we're going to oppose when we talk in the next segment about the possible Super Bowl matchups and these coming games coming up, because I am more pro patriots when it comes to these situations because of Brady and Belichick when we come back folks we got to take a small break frank perez florida rick we're going to recap this nfl weekend and what's coming ahead
3: That's 800-296-1252. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? backyard's looking great rob thanks
4: man i was planning on adding a deck too know any good contractors why don't you just ask home advisor home what homeadvisor.com you just tell them about your project and they match you with local pros that can do the job nice but how much does it cost oh home advisor's totally free to use plus you can read customer reviews check pricing and book appointments for free what's the website again homeadvisor.com or just download the free home advisor app homeadvisor The new year is here, and if you're planning to be healthier, it all starts with a good night's rest. MyPillow's best offer has been extended. When you go to MyPillow.com, click on the the end-of-the-year special, and you'll find the lowest price MyPillow has ever offered for their four-pack. It includes free shipping, and their 60-day money-back guarantee has been extended through March 1st. Best price ever, free shipping, extended money-back guarantee. So go to MyPillow.com, click on the the end-of-the-year special, and use the promo code BAR, B-A-R-R.
0: We're back. It's Fifth Street Sports on Sports Byline USA and the iHeartRadio. You can catch us there, too, also on American Forces Network. I'm Frank Perez, joined with Florida Rick. So we just went through what happened this weekend on these games. Now we got uh, two games in front of us this week to go see who's in the Super Bowl. We also have all the four projected Super Bowl lines with totals. All right. So, uh, Rick, so with what we saw this weekend and now it looks like we have what – the Rams are visiting the Saints. It's like three and a half ish, and then the Patriots are getting up. The Chiefs are like a like a weak three to a real strong two and a half. What do you What do you think we're looking at here in these games after what, what we saw this weekend?
1: Yeah, well, early on, I I definitely lean to both lean to both uh, home favorites. Uh, I really like KC a lot here given the three at home. If you can get a cheap money line, maybe like the 145 range or so, that's probably worth playing too. Uh, I The most amazing stat that they said this weekend, which I didn't even realize myself, which I don't know if you heard this or not, but Patriots now have played nine home games this year. In those nine home games, they have, they have only trailed in one of those games at any moment. And that was the Chiefs game they played on a Sunday night. And they trailed for, a total of seven minutes and change in that game. So in nine games, 16 minutes, is 540 minutes of, of uh, playtime they had. They trailed for seven minutes in those nine games, which is unbelievable. But it also goes to show you the Patriots this year are a team who is really needing to have the home field advantage, especially in the big games, to get the job done. And they've only been three and five in the row. They've had some, you know, two of those wins were against Buffalo and the Jets. So, uh they, they had some really bad losses on the road this year. Um, they just aren't the same team. And KC at home, this is, I, I don't see this as a route at all, but I definitely see a KC win and a cover here. And uh, I really can't wait for this game. It should be really fun. I don't think it's going to be 43 40 like the game they had um, early on the year on Sunday night, but, you know, it's a, uh, it's, it's, it's a, these are the two best teams, clearly, in the AFC as are the Rams and Saints, the NFC, and uh, we really get a treat because rarely do we get four clear-cut best teams in the NFL, and they end up meeting in the uh, championship game. So this is the first time I can remember something that's really ever happening.
0: Wow, Rick, you know, and I got to tell you, buddy, and I know it's not – I hate it. I hate doing it, and I I think it's almost like, you know, like uh, peeing into the wind or tugging on Superman's cape. But brother, I'm a hundred percent opposed to you on 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 this game which I don't like it because I always I respect your opinion and you're really good at everything. I see it completely the other way Rick and I've been and only because of this I seen how everybody was so high on these chargers and they were right too I mean the chargers have been playing great now they go into an now they go into New England getting three and a half four it, it was a strong four when it opened and what Brady and Belichick and this entire New England team did to this san diego the way they just completely tore them apart they didn't just get in there with emotions and fumbles they just dissected them every way possible now i always look at things like this if let's say for instance you were in a in a casino and you had a hundred thousand and they held your daughter kidnapped they kidnapped your daughter and they said we need two hundred thousand dollars in an hour and you got to do it via gambling well, your best play would probably be take the $100,000 and put it on one roll of the, of the, because uh, you're not going to find nothing with positive EV, so you might as well bet as fast as you can, as quick as you can. You'd probably bet the whole 100000 on the pass line, one shot. But if they said you had to do it on NFL football, okay, I mean, Brady and Belichick, I know they're not home, like you just said, that incredible stat, but can't you find a better spot in life to say, oh, I can't wait to lay a dollar fifty or three points to Brady and Belichick in the playoffs. There's just got to be a better spot in life, don't you
1: think? Yeah, I'm not saying this is the greatest bet in the history of, uh, of sports betting, but I am saying that I do like the Chiefs in the spot a lot. And I, you know, Mahomes is he's, technically he's a rookie, uh, you know, or is his second year, but it's really his rookie year because so he didn't play last year, so. Uh, you could say, well, maybe the pressure's going to get to him, you know, the, the the moment, you know, being in the AFC Championship game is going to like hit him and he's going to struggle, but I just don't see it happening. I, I think this kid's got ice in his veins and I think that uh, I, I think he's going to have a really big game and I assume the Patriots are going to have a big game too and I, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I, I don't know if it'll reach the total or not, but I do foresee a game in the low 30s, you know, maybe uh, high 20s, but I just think when all said and done, that crowd, the, the, the Chiefs' offensive offensive line, the receivers, boy, I, the Patriots—they haven't shown me anything on the road this year. Now, are they gonna? Can they show up on the road in this final in this yeah. final championship game? Yeah, of course they could. But mm-hmm. I—I'll—I'll I'll take my 24-year-old Mahomes over the 41-year-old Brady. Oh, my gosh. you have been talking se- about this all
0: <laughs> you're, you're on that. I mean, you know, us, us, us senior guys or us older guys are really taking offense, especially when Oklahoma Brian has been on this Brady 41-year-old kick since the beginning of the season. He thinks, you know, he doesn't really know that, uh, that uh, 41 is the new 30, in, you know, when, <laughs> when, when you're taking care of yourself. Brady has never looked better. But I, I got to tell you, Of course, all that you said could act, you know, could happen. Anything can happen. But I remember a lot of my friends, even at that baseball, some of the times they would always come up to me and say, oh, I I love this game. I'm going to take a dollar. This was in the older days. I'm going to take a dollar fifty against Pedro Martinez or I'm taking a dollar thirty five and it was against Maddox or with these guys. And I say, gosh, I mean, I love dogs, too, but. I can just find a lot better $1.50 or $1.35. Why do you want to beat Maddox? Why do you want to beat Pedro Martinez or Kershaw? You can find better spots. There's got to be a better spot in life to lay three points or fifty. I don't care. However, then it's going to be against Brady and Belichick in the playoffs. Because at any time, you know that you're going to get out you're probably gonna. You're probably gonna get outmaneuvered. They're not gonna make mistakes. They're probably not gonna give you nothing on stupid plays like some of these bozo coaches. They're not gonna. You're not gonna get any of that. That's all off the table. You get none of that. Okay. You're gonna get the opposite of that. So I mean, you know, you can win, and if Mahomes gets really aggressive and then he makes great plays and and and, they, and the Patriots get a little sloppy, but you're not getting any bonuses here, buddy. You're not going to get any bozo coaching mistakes. You're going to get a game plan. It's going to be so thought out. Look at the what they, I was so impressed, even at home, what they did to these Chargers. The Chargers haven't been manhandled like that the entire season. They've been in every game, even against the Chiefs. They were just absolutely dissected like a, a champion chess player against a five-year-old kid.
1: There was, there was one game, actually, that they did get manhandled. That was the first game of the year. Um, K.C. went into L.A. and K.C. absolutely obliterated him. Uh, oh, that's yeah. when all of a sudden you're like, whoa, Mahomes, this guy this guy is for real. This team is for real. And, uh, you know, you know, this team's a contender just by that first game. You saw Tyree Kill and Kareem Hunt just running through that uh, Chargers defense like it wasn't even there. I think uh, they were – I don't know what the final, but I want to say they won something like 41 to 20 or – I don't even think it was that close, but uh, they were up by 21 right away or 24 right away in, in L.A., so um, yeah, that was the only other time all year the Chargers had a game like this. So, right. and I, I know that though, later in the year, at the end, they went into KC and, and you know beat them in that crazy ending uh, with the uh, when they got the touchdown with a few seconds left, and they went for two and got it. So, uh, but yeah, I, I I'm I'm not disrespecting the 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 Patriots at all. I know how great of a team they are. I know Belichick and Brady have been doing this now for. Uh, 18 years, so I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I'm not at all disrespecting them or saying that putting them down in any way. I just think that if you want to say the torch has kind of been passed, I think this is going to be the passing of the torch game, and you're going to see KC kind of taking over as as the team to beat in the West and pro- the AFC probably for years to come. With uh, they, they have a young nucleus with um, you know Mahomes and, and Hill and the offensive line, they've young aggressive defense that's only been getting better, uh, especially at home. And uh, I think the Patriots, you know, have been on top now for what, 18 years in the AFC pretty much. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think now you're going to see, yeah. this is kind of the, uh, like I said, the passing of the torch.
0: Yeah. Well, Rick, that was so, okay. So we're majorly opposed on this game. So when we come back, Fifth Street Sports, we've got to take a timeout. When we come back, uh, Rick and I are going to break down the second game, the Rams and the Saints. Hopefully we agree on this. I really don't like being in life against Rick. Fifth Street Sports, be right back, folks.
4: Call the Debt Helpline
3: now. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063.
0: All right, folks, Fifth Street Sports, Frank Perez back here with Florida Rick. We broke down the first game of the AFC Championship game to see who makes the Super Bowl. We are 100% opposed. He's taking uh, youth on taking the 41-year-old veteran with a genius coach. And now we're going to go to, we're going to do t- two things in this segment. We're going to break because we've got a little bit more time. Rick, Let's break down the Saints-Rams game and then... Let's have – we have the four projected Super Bowl lines because there's only four possibilities. So let's start with your take on the Saints against the Rams. It's three – so a strong three for the Saints.
1: Yeah, it's it's a three and a half and uh 57. Actually, both totals on both games are 57. And it's funny because um, in the regular season, these teams played and the Patriots game was 43-40, so you had 83 points. And then the Rams-Saints game was – so you had 80 points, and now both totals are 57. Um, The the, the Chiefs game, I don't really have much of an opinion. I'd have a hard time. I wouldn't want to go under, but I can see with the elements being a factor, possibly under could come in. But I do like the over in the Saints game. It's in New Orleans, controlled environment. You're going to have two teams going back and forth. Uh, It's hard to see how both teams don't put up 30 points, but – you know, I, I'm not, I'm not endorsing it. Right, now it was a great play, but I, I do think the total may be a couple points too low. Um, but as for the side, uh, this is, this is the game that Brian and I went to a couple months ago. Uh, we went to that Louisiana weekend with LSU, Alabama, and Saints Rams, and it's just really hard to see how the Rams are going to come out of this game winning. Maybe they, they sneak in and cover the three and a half and, and backdoor and get a late touchdown, but I still would lean to the Saints here um i wouldn't want to be like opposing the saints at home they they didn't cover yesterday because of that lateness field goal like we talked about earlier they fell down 14 nothing and although philadelphia never scored another point the saints couldn't quite get over that hump and it looked like they were going to when they you know got down the 30 yard line but then that, that bad play call and made a field goal fifty five fifty three 53 yarder and uh he had only missed one fifty yard in the season that was blocked. And this one, he just uh, shanked off to the right. And uh, that was it. They almost, I don't know if you watched the end of the game, but I did. on the last play of the game, he, uh, Kamara broke through the line yeah. and they were, uh, you know, they were, um, they were just stuffing the line. And once he right. broke through, I thought he might go. And then it was up to the last guy, the safety. If that guy doesn't make the tackle, it's just an easy, like a uh, seven yeah. yard touchdown. And, and we, we end up covering, but we missed that too. So, uh, but I do think, uh, the Eagles have a much tougher defense than the Rams. And the Saints are going to have their way with the Rams. The Rams are going to put up their points too. But when all said and done, I, I don't see the Saints losing this game at home. And I, I have a hard time not seeing them cover. But, uh, I could see like a backdoor, like I said. But I, mm-hmm. I would only want to be on the Saints at the minus three. And if somehow you can get like a minus three, minus a quarter, even better.
0: Right. But you know, uh, people get amnesia though. But on on the last, I know you're talking about the last two minutes of the game, but with with uh, a little, in, especially when there was four minutes to play, did you know, like, forget the Saints covering. The Eagles, if that guy doesn't get up, uh, you know, that ball doesn't go through his hands and gets intercepted, the Eagles t- take a 21-20 lead in this game. The Eagles could have very yeah. easily won this game. You know.
1: most, yeah, most likely they would have scored. I I don't understand why they were such in a rush to get the playoff before the two yeah, minute warning. That was too. such a bad decision. And Peterson, you think of as one of those you know really bright coaches. And Such a for forgetting the fact that they threw an interception because I'm I'm taking that out of it. I'm not going by the results oriented here. I'm just going by what happened. You don't you want to get it to the two minute warning. The Saints only had one timeout left. You were inside yeah. the thirty yard line, so time wasn't going to be a factor. You still had a time out yourself, so it wasn't like a, Right. Well, they have to rush because you wanted to score, and ideally score with under thirty seconds of the clock, because you know Or, ask, the or, are going or, down
0: the field. or, with, or with no time. This was going to be your last hurrah, anyways. What, of and course. Especially you were, you were only if you scored, you were only going to take a twenty-one to twenty lead. Why wouldn't you want to say, you know, it's going to be our last shot? Like you said, time's not going to be a factor. Why would you want to give the Saints any time at all if you don't have to? That and then I don't even know if maybe that uh, that. Of course, now that the ball got tipped and it went through the guy's hands, if the if they take that two-minute warning and let the clock run down, just take their time, I, you know, things might have, might have been different. But like you said, whatever happened, that was the worst coaching thing of all. I would want to give the Saints the least amount of time possible with that ball with yeah. that one-point lead. But uh, yeah. give them, like, that's now, one of those now, coaching
1: decisions. It
0: is. It, I mean, it's just unbelievable yeah. how they make such – horrific decisions and that's all these guys do in such critical points i mean two minute warning in the in the going you know to decide for the nfc championship game who's going to go there and they make plays like this it's amazing i mean just the level of uh, incompetence at major points but rick okay so here's here's my take on this one okay so you're pro saints uh, especially if you can get a cheap three you might be able to me myself if i can get three and a half I don't love it like I'm a completely opposed against you on the other one. I, I like a slight lean towards the Rams, especially with three and a half. Another one of these situations, if I was forced to make a bet, I was in a casino and it said, here's a certain amount of money. You got a life and death situation. I'm just not laying three and a half to the Rams. I'm not going to do it. I'd rather just say, you know what, I'll just take the, not going to happen. So I, but not huge, but I would definitely um, take three and a half. But here's what I was going to tell you. So now that we got our both selections and boy, we're like major opposed on one and slight on the other one. Here's what I got, Rick, for um, the Super Bowl projections. Okay, Uh, Patriots Rams, it would be the Rams one and fifty nine and a half Patriots Saints. It'd be the Saints two and fifty nine and a half Uh, Chiefs Rams. We got the Rams minus one. And oh, they're all fifty nine and a half. Okay. Chiefs, Rams are gonna be the Rams one. Chiefs Saints are gonna be the Saints one and a half. Now look at the now just see what the people when when they offer you futures right now, now it's so simple to do there's only two games left. Right now, the Patriots are plus a dollar thirty five against the Chiefs, and if you take both lines, if you split them down the middle, they're gonna it's plus a dollar five. So the true value if you're running your ticket through on the Patriots to win the Super Bowl right now is 3.81, 3.81 you're going to get almost 4 to 1 on your money. 3.8 you put 100 through you're going to get back 481. So when you see these lines of the Patriots 3 to 1 to win the Super Bowl 290, you're getting robbed. Do your own math and project the two money lines like running your ticket through. But people will still bet on plus 250 or plus 300.
1: I think every single team you would you would make more had if you just bet each team say you're going to bet a thousand, you bet each team a thousand in the first game, risking a thousand, and then whatever you you win, you risk that amount plus a thousand in the second game you're going to make more doing that than if you take the future bet right now offered by any sportsbook, but of course, the public loves betting those futures they love seeing plus three hundred or plus two fifty you know um, they uh, they, they, just, they just love looking at it and they think they're getting such such value and such a great price when in reality it's so simple, just bet each game yeah. Um, for whatever you're gonna risk in the future, and uh, if you lose the first game, okay, that's how much you lost in the future. But you're gonna, if you like you said, if you get a future of the Patriots right now, it'd probably be what three to one, so no, plus no. three hundred. Yeah, and,
0: when the, when yeah. the when when running your ticket through is plus three eighty.
1: Yeah, exactly. So uh, there's a big difference. It's you've got a thousand. That's that's eight hundred dollars. It's almost almost your risk. Um, yeah. So Just to, just about each game s- s- separately, and but people just don't. The, the average person, uh, you know, public person doesn't doesn't do that, and uh, they always cost themselves
0: big money. But here's here's one thing that you, that that we can uh, share with the folks that they should do. There's only four possibilities, and there doesn't seem to be too much variance in the lines. Like nothing's going to be more than a two point favorite. Is do your own math, calculate it through, and and then see what what running your ticket is is going to pay you. Now, when you have okay the saints should be plus three eighty I just did the uh, the i mean the patriots are gonna be plus three eighty one um I just did the saints at minus a dollar sixty in this Rams game and then they they're projected to be a dollar thirty against the patriots and a dollar twenty five against the chiefs so let's give it a dollar thirty that means that the saints if you run your ticket through the true odds are two to one do your do your thing and have your four. Have your four prices, a fair prices of running your ticket through, and then who knows, you might find a sleeping book. Like you might find a book that's given plus four fifty on the Patriots or plus two seventy five on the Saints. But at least you know right right away what your prices should be, and you can maybe get yourself. But here's here's weird right now. If I told you uh, you're gonna get two to one, all you gotta do is beat the Rams and the Patriots. And for all of that, you're going to get two to one on your money. I mean, I know that's the correct prices, but boy, I could find a lot better two to one spots and say, you got to beat the Rams and the Patriots or the Rams and the Chiefs. Don't you think that you can find a better spot in life to get two to one on?
1: I surely do. Yes. I. I that that sounds, I mean, all you have to do is think it's just, you know, take take a minute to think about what you're doing and uh, you know, add the numbers up and you'll see within thirty seconds that oh yeah, I'm just better off by betting these separately rather than doing one futures ticket. Um uh, but you know, sometimes people they're they get lazy too. They're like, ah, I don't care about the extra 40, 50 cents. I'll be happy if I win. You know, I don't wanna to have to go back and cash it and bet it again. And, you know, they just give excuses, but in reality it's something very simple. Well or maybe, you know, maybe they're they're a tourist and they're just in Vegas um this this week. So this might be the only uh, the only chance they get, so, so that's maybe a different story. But um, yeah,
0: uh, yeah, I mean, I, that's, uh, but 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 that's the price on the Rams. If you did run the ticket through, you only get two to one. So they're probably going to offer you like plus a dollar seventy, plus a dollar sixty-five. The true odds if you run your ticket through on the on the Saints is two to one, because it's minus a dollar right. sixty into a projected dollar thirty against the Patriots or Chiefs. So you're going to get two to one on the Saints. So, I mean, could you imagine these books that are offering you like plus a dollar fifty, plus a dollar sixty for the Saints?
1: And yet they're going to get lots of action too. So it's the, you know there's going to be a ton of people still betting into that.
0: Oh guys, it's, just, it's all about numbers, folks. We got to take a small time out here about three minutes. But when we come back, we got Florida Rick and guess who's going to join us? Oklahoma Brian. We're going into the money segment of the show. Talk you can bet on Fifth Streets, folks.
3: 932 1749 That's eight hundred nine three two seventeen forty nine.
2: 932 1749
3: Call right now. That number is 800 485 6003. We're back Fifth Street
0: Sports on Sports Byline USA. We are also on the American Forces Network, iHeartRadio, and you can find us on Facebook.com forward slash Fifth Street Sports Talk, and of course on Twitter at Fifth Street Sports. Well folks, this is the money segment of the show where we give out a lot of our picks and selections but before before we do this, we have a you know, we have Oklahoma Brian with us now. He's got a uh something very interesting that he wants to share with us on Kyler Murray. Hey, there he is. Brian, Kyler Murray, buddy, you're on you're at the dish.
5: Hey guys. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know if you saw this, but it just came out that Kyler Murray is going to enter the draft and uh kind of a fascinating story it looks like he's been meeting with oakland uh over the weekend and up until uh this morning trying to figure out a way uh i guess essentially they were basically trying to talk him out of entering the draft and essentially it was a it was a long negotiation supposedly he wanted 15 million to walk away from football but uh it would have involved some shenanigans, like having to basically sign him to a major league contract, put him on the forty-man roster, and it just wasn't uh, wasn't in the cards. So it looks like they're going to continue the negotiation after the draft. But for now, he's entering the draft, and uh, I suspect he'll be drafted in the first round. What, where do you see him going, uh, Rick?
1: Oh. I I mean, he's going to be a first-round pick. I don't know where in the first round. I, I think it's more of the mid-to-late mid, mid, mid first-round pick, but probably closer to the middle of the first round. Uh saying that the Redskins are uh, probably going to be targeting him, so they may uh, – I don't know what position they are, but they, if, if someone gets that if – if other teams know that, they're going to act like they're going to take him and force the Redskins to trade up if they really want to get him that bad. So I could see him actually being a top-ten pick if there's a team such as the Redskins or – Dolphins or someone else who just really are going to go after him and do whatever it takes to try to get him. That happens a lot, where you see quarterbacks who are mid-first round talent, and then teams get get the notice that other teams are interested. They're going to take them, and you know they're willing to trade up and give up additional draft picks or, or money or another player to to get that uh you know to get into the top ten or, or whatever it may be. So I wouldn't be surprised if like, that happens here.
5: Kind of like Pat Mahomes two years ago at the ten spot to uh, Kansas City, similar to our, uh, deal.
0: A great job, um, But Brian, listen, man, I got to tell you, like when you first popped up on the screen here and and you're in that room, I don't know, because, you know, you're always traveling around. You're in that room with the white walls and you got the headset. But what, at first I was freaking out because I saw the wind, the blue blue windbreaker with the three letters. I said, oh, my God, Rick, look at this. buddy. he's uh, he's an in interrogation here. He's going to be turning us in. You look like you were like in an FBI interrogation room there with a with a windbreaker and the three letters. But uh, anyways, so Brian, I mean, but but do you but do you think that not only health wise but financially wise, and longevity, this is a good move for him? Boy, it's
5: just really tough. Um, I think at the end of the day, he's got to go after what he really enjoys doing, and I suspect that might be football. Um, you know, if you look at the at the percentages of first round draft picks in baseball, making the major leagues. I was actually researching that this weekend. It's a surprisingly high percentage for high first round picks. You know, as you get to the bottom of the first round, it gets close to a 50-50 deal, but guys in the top five, top 10, top 15 have a really high uh, rate of making the major leagues. So that would, that'd be the first question. Well, a lot of people were wondering why, you know, why go down this baseball path if you might not even make the major leagues I think that's a done deal. He'll make the major leagues. Um, you know, you got to wonder in terms of endorsement potential. Where's there a greater market? I would suspect it's in the football market. I mean, he's a household name as a football player. Mm-hmm. I don't know that that would be the case in baseball. Man, it's it's such a tough call. I I personally want to see him play football because I'm I just fascinated by the concept of a five foot nine guy trying to make it in the NFL. And I think back to my childhood when I was so pissed that Doug Flutie didn't get a fair uh, shot right out of college. And we always wondered if he had been given a, a legitimate uh, chance to compete in the NFL. Not not that, you know, little uh, cameo that he had for the Bears before going to Canada. But I I suspect he might have been uh, a borderline Hall of Fame player if he had played in the NFL his entire career. And I'd like to see – Kind of like to see uh, Murray take a shot at it. What, what do you think, uh, Frank?
0: Mm-hmm. With- well, I think this. Well, now that yeah. With that being said, do you think that also? Okay, let's say he loves football, and uh, the money's going to be there and endorsements and the stuff. Versus maybe not even making a team in the majors. What if he played football for a couple of years and then he realized, hey, I, this five foot nine quarterback just ain't going to get it, and he realizes I'm just not going to. He can always go back to baseball. You know what I mean? Where if you go to baseball, you probably can't
1: go to football. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know. What do you think, Rick? What I'm thinking is I am I would love to see another Bo Jackson, Deion Sanders type deal where mm-hmm. we have a guy playing both sports simultaneously. I don't know if it will ever happen again. But if it could, I mean, what better candidate to do it than, than Kyler Murray? Um, he has obviously know what a great football player he is. None of us have seen him play baseball, but we know he was a high first round pick, and Oakland gave him a lot of money, so we know he's a real quality baseball player. And I can imagine how fast he is in center field running down those fly balls. But I man, will we ever see another two sport um guy uh, in our lifetime, you know, playing at the same time?
0: Nope, and I I gotta I I gotta tell you you guys, that's because that's the end of your generation. You'll never see that again. I know that Brian, he's a uh, you and him are both senior bashers. You guys have been bashing Brady since the beginning of the season because as soon as he turned 40, you guys have been hammering him. Now, do you think in today's day and age with these pitch counts and these little wimps and wusses they got on all these little things with their nutrition and their trainers and uh, all of that, any, they're going to let somebody play two sports? They're lucky if they actually play one. Brady's the last of that breed, and you guys are going to have to suck it up on this, on this AFC championship game because Brian's been bashing Brady since the beginning of the season, and the guy's gotten nothing but better.
5: Wait, what, what is Brady's other sport?
0: <laughs> Brady's other sport? <laughs> no, no, but I'm, but I'm just saying Brady at least plays football at 41, like, a, you know, full out, like a uh, man yeah. plays great. Yeah. Now, now, Rick is talking sure. about a guy in this day and age uh, right, playing, right. playing two sports. This, this new generation of you guys barely plays one. With these pitch counts and all these little, <laughs> uh, all, you know, the, the little muscle tear, little—I mean, you know, look at Ma- Mickey Mantle when it was a game. These guys played hurt.
5: Hey, what was uh, the Ardonovan the record, phrase? Frank,
0: yeah. <laughs> what, what was that? <laughs> Go what
5: ahead. What was that
1: phrase, Brian? No, say it. Art Donovan phrase.
5: Oh, back when. Oh yeah, but back when I played, we didn't have shits.
0: That's <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> okay. no,
6: but, but, guys let me uh let me interrupt you here we got oh. a message in from uh from billy donlin let's see if i can uh get it up here uh it's for, through our youtube chat right now uh live streaming on youtube.com forward slash fifth street sports um it says hey florida rick when are they going to put the lineup on 491 east uh in shriner's game and where can i get one of those shriner's hats <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I, I imagine uh, the line will probably be up, what, Saturday morning? <laughs> uh, Friday, the game's Friday, on Saturday, night. Friday night. Oh, Friday night. Okay. So, and, uh, Billy, you'll see the line Friday night. Um, Shriners hat, uh, I'll defer to Brian on that one. He might know the answer.
5: I would say uh, eBay or <laughs> a dark <laughs> corner of the internet involving Bitcoin. <laughs>
0: Hey, hey, Brian! I, I, I got to ask you. I don't know if you heard. Rick and I kind of used two segments. We broke down both of these com- upcoming games. Are Are you on these Chiefs also?
5: Hundred percent on the Chiefs. Oh. Yeah. Well, you so, guys uh... you, you use that use that information accordingly. You might want to be betting uh, the Patriots. No, knowing that. no, 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 no. Yeah. But I <laughs> believe
0: me. I, I mean, I do not in in. In life, I don't like going against Brady and Belichick, and I especially would not like going against either one of you two guys, as sharp and good as you guys are. But I have to tell you, we're a hundred percent opposed on this game. So you know, that that's, right? why, that's why you got to be twenty-one to do this. You got to be twenty-one to gamble, and we're opposed on this one. But getting back to this, guys, we got about five or six minutes left in this one. What do we got on the in the for the cash register today?
1: Okay, um, well. There are a couple NBA games I like tonight, and I think when you hear them, you're going to be in agreement with them. So the first game I like is going to be game 502, Brooklyn plus two and a half at home against the Celtics. I don't know if you guys even realize this, but Brooklyn's a playoff team at the moment. And actually, they're in the seventh seed. <laughs> so the season would end today. They'd be the seventh seed in the playoffs. They have been playing really tough really good basketball against quality teams. They've only lost two of their last six games. And those have both been road games at the Raptors, at the Bucks. Uh, they're playing Boston night. Boston, I believe is playing their fourth game, in six nights, third consecutive road game. They lost the last two in Miami and in Orlando. And then Kyrie Irving's uh, announced he's going to be out tonight. So I think the fact that Brooklyn's getting two and a half here at home is a steal. I think the line's off. I think it's only this, uh, line because the name Boston Celtics, I think this should be closer to a pick and, uh, I expect Brooklyn to win, but I surely expect them to cover the two and a half. And uh, I, what I would imagine, I would you would agree with that on a, that one, Frank?
0: I'm not so. Uh, of course, I'm going to agree with that one. I'm not so uh, caught up on this NBA. But what about Brian? Oh, right? okay. What do you, what do you, what do you think on this on this one, Brian? That's a that's a
5: staggering. Uh concept he has thrown out there, that Brooklyn is a playoff team yeah. on January 14th. <laughs> I can't, uh, I thought it's just impossible to get my head around that. But um I'll tell you who's not a playoff team on January 14th. They're the nine seed at the moment, and that's the Utah Jazz. And we don't really have enough time to go over it now. We'll, we'll talk about it in a couple of days. But Utah's schedule is the easiest schedule in the NBA from this point forward, uh, Their schedule gets substantially easier. I think they're going to finish as high as the fourth seed. And uh, <clears throat> I love them tonight. They're, they're going to be uh, at home for a while. Uh, this is a uh, yeah, it's a little bit of a high line, eight and a half at home against Detroit. But um, that is my favorite play of the night tonight is Utah minus eight and a half.
1: Okay. okay. So I, I do have one other NBA play, which I wanted to go over and get okay. your take on it, too. And this game is 5 3 Memphis plus four and a half at Houston. Uh, Houston is um, coming coming off a back-to-back. Uh, last night they traveled to Orlando and uh, lost by seven. But the big story here is that Clint Capella um, sprained, badly sprained his thumb in about four to six weeks. So now they have three of their five starters are out. Uh, you have Capella, you have Chris Paul, you have Eric Gordon, who are all out tonight. Gordon may come back next game or a couple of games from now. But uh, so you, you have pretty much James Harden and a bunch of role players are not even role players. They're just, there's subs who don't get much playing time. They're going to be starting PJ Tucker's, you know, a starter, but then you have Austin rivers who Gerald green uh, you know, you, you just um, they don't, they don't have a quality fence. They don't go very deep. Uh, they don't really have any true big men to back up Capella. I think Memphis here getting four and a half is, is a steal. I mean, I don't know how many Harden's going to have to score for them to win. If he does score seventy five, they still have to play defense. They still have to guard Gasol. Um, so I, I I think Memphis is a good play here. Money line spread, you know, any which way you could take them. And it's not just not just because of Pelant, but Houston hasn't been, you know hasn't been playing great. They lost at home to Milwaukee. They really need some of these bodies back. And uh, until they get them, they're going to be struggling.
0: All right, so so far we got three plays. Uh, uh, Oklahoma, Brian, had likes Utah minus eight and a half against Detroit. Florida, Rick has Memphis so plus four and a half, and Brooklyn plus two and a half. Guys, we got to take a small time out. We'll be back in just three minutes to wrap it up. And if you guys got some other stuff that you'd like to share with all of our listeners and viewers, stay tuned, folks. Fifth Street Sports.
3: That's 800-570-9631
7: Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. and enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com, M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com.
0: All right, folks, we're back. Fifth Street Sports, Sports Byline USA. we got Florida Rick and Oklahoma Brian. This is our. We only have a couple minutes left in the show. You guys got anything else besides the uh, three NBA selections?
1: Yeah, I was going to give out a college pick uh, tonight. Uh, I'm going to give out game eight sixty six Indiana Hoosiers uh, minus two or money line minus one twenty five, minus one thirty at home against Nebraska. Uh, Nebraska's had a nice little year, but in true road games, they're one and three this year, including zero and three in the Big Ten. Indiana's going to have their students are back. A home game, a slightly early start for for national TV, but I think Indiana wins this one and and, and covers the two. I think this line should be closer to three and a half or four. So I like Indiana here, um, minus two at home.
0: How about you, Brian? Anything? Yeah, um, I
5: can't say this is a really strong play. Uh, My favorite play of the night was Texas, uh, but that's moved to full point and a half. So uh, I'm going to pass on the Texas. I do still like at this price, I like Baylor plus three. Might even be able to get a three and a half. They are traveling to Stillwater to play Oklahoma State tonight. Um Oklahoma State coming off a big win against West Virginia. I think when we look back though on it, it won't be that big a win. West Virginia is terrible. And I oh I, the line's actually moving right now. Great. Uh I like I still like Baylor at two and a half. Um, but, uh, yeah, this, this I think this is a better team, a uh, much better team than Baylor. And uh, I think Oklahoma State's overrated. So uh, that's my play. Baylor plus two and a half now. How about that? caused a major line move.
0: All right, so here. So let's recap this real quick. Uh, Oklahoma, Bryan likes Utah in NBA minus eight and a half, and Baylor plus two and a half, three today against Oklahoma State. Florida, Rick, has 502, Brooklyn plus two and a half, 503 Memphis plus four and a half, 866 Indiana minus two or minus a quarter on the money line. That check off guys. That's just a check. That's a
1: check. There,
0: there you go. Five plays, fifth street sports. You guys, thanks for the great show. And thank you folks. We appreciate you. We thank you. 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. Catch us here Monday through Friday. If you want to get great stuff. Real guys talking about how to make real money in sports. See you tomorrow.